0: Cities, we are The Daves You Know. This is The Daves. I'm you want me to be that type of dude, and I want to be who you like me to, but we
1: both know I can't do nothing at all.
0: episode 259 of the days i know podcast uh we have the regular crew here today
1: mj how you doing i'm doing great just got done uh dog sitting in golden valley sharpened some knives for the clients as well so
2: Ooh, two birds one stone
1: yeah
0: very good yeah if you need some knives sharpened or dogs walked or dogs sharpened or knives walked uh mj's your guy so make sure you get out at get him him. get at him uh jeff how are you doing how was your weekend
2: it was fantastic i made an impulse purchase i'm going to reveal later in the podcast that i may or may not regret let's go with not and i'm great that's
0: that's what we call a tease in the business thank you jess and we have a very special guest this week uh one mel burke uh, mel is a uh minnesota co-founder correct uh thunder
3: uh, wall who- you're on the board though right I, well we have to establish a board and that's next okay. month so but yeah we likely, be on
0: the board looking good <laughs> one of the one of the co-founders i mean I was, I was at some of those first meetings too, so i think we could call ourselves co-founders of the organization uh, but uh, a leader there a uh, capo And drummer Ravancha, and people on the Thunderwall, and also serves with me on the Minnesota uh, Wonderwall uh, board. So, Mel, how are you doing? Thanks for for joining us.
3: Hey, thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here. I feel great. Um, This is my first podcast, so I'm a little nervous, (laughs) but but, yeah, popping my cherry. So it's um, it's gonna be fun. I'm excited to be here, and Jess is already like creating kind of a trip. So yeah. yeah i can't can't, get right in
0: yeah i can't think of any uh gentler podcast uh lovers than jess and myself mj not so much but you know they
2: were my first and i you never i can't get rid of my first you know how it goes what
1: are you saying you saying i like it rough it's like an sti you you can't get rid of your first so
2: i'm saying you're clingy
0: all right, well, let's uh, uh, pleasantries dispensed. Let's jump into the match. Saturday night, 9 p.m., uh, the Keshes FC1, Minnesota United FC0. We don't need to spend a ton of time talking about this match because mostly I'm guessing no one watched it because it was at 9 o'clock at fucking night uh, and on a Saturday when people either have lives and or uh, have children, so they're sleeping. Um, or doing other fun things like not watching Minnesota United continuously miss the net. So interesting things that popped up from this game, obviously, Minnesota ran out with a three uh, a three five two, or according to them, a three four one two, which, uh, you know, spades and spades and and all that bullshit. Um, it's a It's a formation that we've seen Keith run out before. However, always with like Thomas Chacon up top and not like with some actual decent players. Uh, So that was a good thing. MJ, please give us your thoughts on that three, four, one, two.
1: Previously when Heath runs out of three, five, two, it's always been a three, one, four, two, meaning one center midfielder or defensive back, not the two in the, in the back that he's used to running when he runs a four, two, three, one. So this felt a lot more natural for all the players involved. On Benitez gets to play wing back, his natural position, Um, and then Mendo Garcia and Luis Maria with two up front. I thought I thought on paper it looked like a good recipe to seal some points.
0: I I will also say, like you know, we'll talk about the game just very briefly. Um, There was not a lot of action in this game. Uh, This formation and the players playing this formation looked decent. I mean, they looked. Very much like they could, they should have stolen all three points. Honestly, we can talk very briefly about that in a minute here. But um, they created chances. Considering, considering, uh, uh, Bungie was hurt uh, at practice uh, on Thursday or Friday. Uh, Reynoso out because of injury. Fragapane out because he's a fucking idiot. Um, you know, it, it was not it, it, you put Benitez in a position that he is able to succeed at. DJ Taylor, same thing. Like. The, if he doesn't have as many defensive responsibilities, he can get into the, into the attack. Um, the, only, the only problem or concern with this particular formation is that we don't have any backup center backs. So all two and a half of our center backs were playing in this game. <laughs> so if someone gets hurt or yellow carded or red carded or whatever, uh, then we're, we put ourselves in a uh, much more precarious position. Um, but this definitely was not like the RSL game where that was clearly a lineup that was meant to punt the game, hoping to get points on the following Saturday. This is a lineup where basically like, hey, here's what we have available. Uh, we'll talk about it a little bit too, on, that he only made one sub and he made it in the 90th minute. So for whatever that's worth, like these were the guys that were going to go out and either win or lose the game um, for Heath and he stuck to it. So uh any any other, Mel or Jess, any thoughts on the lineup? Um, otherwise, we can kind of talk about the game just very briefly.
3: Paper. We watched this game. Yeah, yeah, we watched it together, and that was probably the highlight. That was nice. <laughs> um, but on paper and even after the match, it, we should have won.
0: Absolutely. So um, I, I was, I, just about five, about five minutes before the podcast, I was like, oh, I'll watch the highlights. I, I didn't re-watch the highlights. So I watched the highlights and they were from the Portland feed and literally every single highlight except for two were of Minnesota United chances. There was one uh, corner in the first half that they showed of Portland's and then they showed the Portland goal and everything else was Minnesota United. Minnesota United dominated this game in ways that sometimes show up on the stat sheet and sometimes don't. It was just, it was, very, very frustrating to watch as a a Minnesota United fan. So um, we're not gonna break down all the chances. We had four or five very good chances in the first half that we just hit the side. I I think Mender Garcia hit um, all three of the side nettings, the left, the right, and he hit the top of the net somehow (laughs) on a shot and and without putting the ball in the back of the net. He looked really good in this game. Um, Luis Maria had some really good chances. He could convert. Uh, fucking Will Trapp had a shot that was the same. Uh, Ivacic, the Portland goalkeeper, more or less still on his head, which is what goalkeepers have been doing to Minnesota for the last five games, um, somehow, some way. But so, yeah, so Minnesota dominating possession, dominating the chances in the first half, couldn't, couldn't convert anything. So Portland had one good opportunity in the first half off of a corner kick, or I think, you know, it might have been just a free kick. Um, but then in the second half, corner kick uh santiago moreno takes the corner and darren osperia gets the jumps above boxy and puts the ball in the back of the net um the corner conceded by brent coleman and then again and then osperia just totally bossed michael boxall who was not who was marking him technically i think but wasn't really marking him all that much so
1: He, he was pretty tight i don't i don't think that's on boxall but like no one else was there no, it's one hundred percent go for yeah. You you can't let your head. get that get that high. Yeah, no. I thought he should have uh, shoved him. I thought he should have shoved him while he was in the uh, air, just just a, just a little. You know, I don't know. You, you you put a you put an elbow um
0: into his sternum. related risk. As on his way up, he doesn't jump as high. He just put the elbow into his yeah. sternum as you as you're also jumping up. You know, you're not flexing your elbows out. You know, you're not doing any sort of like, you know. Rolling motions or anything think. like you're you're just going up with the elbow, you know we call that the people's elbow, yeah, so yes,
3: yeah, I think we should I don't I feel like voxel sometimes doesn't get as aggressive as he should, so. Yeah maybe uh, could, uh, could
2: I feel uh, like he's got it in him I don't always know that I know enough to make the judgment call does that make sense uh,
0: Michael, Michael Boxwell is the nicest man you'll ever meet um he's, and I he's hear he nicest, smells
2: delicious
0: he's the nicest smelling man you'll ever meet so he clearly, legit you know, legit I don't think he has like, a bad bone in his body um he maybe needs to go to the day school of defending which is um fuck him up
3: the people's yeah, elbow apparently yeah yeah right it's, it's a-
2: that's that's tenant number one
3: Right, it's a two-hour course.
2: <laughs> online no. online learning.
3: No,
0: it's, it's it's 35 minutes tops. We charge you for an hour and a half, but it's 35 minutes.
1: <laughs> Go ahead, Andrew. Uh What is disturbing to me about the defense on that, that corner kick, um, hashtag iron skillet method, is that the corner, it was a great corner. Aspria out jumps Boxel. Basel's not really close enough, although he's pretty close. The sad part is also like even more weak side, Esprit makes the near post run. Mid post is uh, Zach McGraw, not a country music singer. And then far post are both uh, center back uh, Zuparich and some attacker named Sebastian Blanco. Like Kamar Lawrence is nowhere near I mean, he's the closest guy, but he's nowhere really near Zach McGraw. Coleman is ball-watching, allowing Zuperich to completely beat him. If, if the ball would have made it to Zuperich, Coleman had no chance of it because he had no clue where he was. And then Sebastian Blanco is just hanging far, far post, completely unmarked. And I don't think that's how a defensive coach wants to draw a corner kick set defense. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's how the game ends, one nothing to Portland. Um, I will point out that for the second game in a row, we had basically more than double the XG, uh, which is the expected goals of the team. We had 2.5 XG in this game versus 1.1 for Portland, um, and we scored zero goals. Uh, we had a, I think our XG with the Dallas game was something like, like 2.4, something like that, to Dallas is like .9, and they scored score a 3-0. This is our third loss in a row, our third uh, shutout in a row. We've conceded seven goals, have not scored one. This game in particular, Minnesota outshot uh, the Timbers 21 to 11. Our shots on goal, where we were, we we won that one, five to one. This is a Minnesota has always been a relatively streaky team. And this is something that we know about the Loons. And this is a frustrating and and not great uh, time to be to turn into fucking pumpkins. Um, to use the the Cinderella metaphor, um, the Adrian Heath is the is the fucking uh, uh, mouse, the house mouse in this uh, scenario. that I'm thinking of yeah, yeah. So, or maybe Job, he's
3: the chubby wearing a wearing yeah. a suit.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. That turns yeah turns into uh, turns into the the you know the gallivanting horse or whatever. Um, uh, he's now turned back into a chubby little house mouse um, as is his wont. Uh, so not looking good for Minnesota. We have a with a couple games upcoming this week that are very important. Minnesota is falls down to fifth place uh, currently still in the playoffs, uh, four points ahead of the Galaxy. Although we I think we both have. Uh, similar number of games we do we are a game in hand on both um portland and nashville so if we win this week on tuesday we would we would jump back into fourth place i believe or maybe even third place in the western conference standings but our run-in is is not easy uh la galaxy has a very easy run-in with the exception i think cincinnati this week is their their one big game that they have with a potential playoff team, otherwise I think they're playing like San Jose, Vancouver, and a bunch of other non-playoff teams that we're also playing. So, um, you know, we should make the playoffs. Should make the playoffs. But the whole the whole entire point of this fucking thing was that we would host a playoff game. Just host two playoff games this year, and uh, that doesn't. That's increasingly looking like it's not going to be the case um, after after the end of the season. So. <laughs> Yeah. Anything else to say about the actual game, Mel, MJ or Jess?
1: Otherwise, we can just we can leave it we can leave it at that. Just on the feeling aspects of it, it's just so frustrating because unlike the previous two losses where we also didn't score a goal that we felt I felt like the coaching was bad, the playing was bad. Here I felt like the coaching was correct, the play the playing was mostly good, we created chances and we didn't get a result. If, if this happened in the middle of our, like, seven-game win streak or whatever it was, and we happened to, like, oh, look at all the chances we created. We looked really good, but we, we lost. Not a big deal. Getting closer to the playoffs, coming off two losses already, instead of, like, this being kind of a feel-good loss of we did everything right, we're going to lose some, but we create a lot of chances. He was like, what the fuck is going wrong? Yes, and... Um, I'll just say that this is
0: clearly, uh, yeah. These last three games have been particularly um, depressing and stressful. Um, but I mean, it started in the Houston Dynamo game. So this is like a four. Like we came back from behind to beat Houston Dynamo, a team that is fired their coach out of the playoffs already, and um, and probably should have won that game on back in August. So this has been it's going close to almost a month now of, of pretty piss poor finishing
2: long time coming
0: yeah um and so even though we won that houston Dynamo game that was, was sort of like a portent for what was to come for minnesota united and that we were really losing uh, some of our uh finishing or whatever uh
2: foreshadowing
0: uh, yeah food voodoo doll that or you know um and she had been using to make sure gold got in the back of the net, clearly lost its power or something. So,
2: or he washes uh, right. undies,
0: <laughs> or, he, or he washes. I, I I'm hoping that Adrianne washes his uh, his underwear. That is, I hope know.
2: he does it himself. God damn it!
0: Yeah, I mean, he grew up in England, so I'm sure he probably yeah he, he hand washes all of his his Grundies, and he. <clears throat> I could just imagine him, um, and like over the, a cuppa. Clothing, clothing lines uh, on by Lake Minnetonka. Like, in Dr. Bill steps out from his backyard or from his, his back kitchen porch area. Thing, it's a cup of coffee. And he looks at Adrian. Adrian's just like scrubbing his undies uh, <laughs> on an old thing. And he's like, "Oh, hey,
1: uh, washboard." Hey, doc- hey, Dr. Bill.
0: Yeah, washboard. Hey, Dr. Bill. How's it going? Um, Great day. In it. In it. Coming up. And uh, yeah. So that's the. Uh, That's why I envision. Doctor
1: Bill says, "I have these legal briefs." Yeah.
0: Doctor Bill's like, "Hey, uh, I can't screw anybody over with healthcare anymore, so let's screw over a bunch of Minnesota soccer fans." So you know. Anyways, uh, all right, Jess, we've we've wasted that. Oh, sorry, I want to mention one thing. Uh, If you watch the game, uh, Rob Peterson, who's the former, is a Red Loon. He's talks about a great brother, but he lives out in uh, the uh, Pacific Northwest area now he was at the game. Um, he had a I don't know if you guys saw on Saturday Saturday afternoon I think he had a uh, OL rain two pole that just said seize the means of goal production <laughs> which was fucking great. And then he was at the Portland game or the Portland Minnesota game in the in the uh, support section with a two pole that said uh, there's no union without United, I believe. And then had the ISC uh, logo on there. And um, it was brilliant because about, you know, middle of the game, they always show a, a picture or a show a video of the, of the section. And so they show a video of the section. Um, and then there you can hear Cal and, and Kendra talk about the traveling supporters and all that fun stuff. And then they just, like, they get to, like, sort of, like, are panning. And they get to Rob. And then it's like, the picture just stays there. doesn't move. And Cal basically just like, is talking, 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 and then just fucking stops talking completely. And is basically like, uh, or he's like, I can't remember what, even what he was saying. I, I, really, I should, probably should have gone back and watched the, the actual like replay of the game, but it was like, and then like, and then the fucking camera just lingers on Rob and everything. I was able to get a picture, Realize, oh, maybe I should try and get a closer picture. Like, get my camera out and like, try and get a closer picture, get another picture of the thing close up. Um, it was a uh, peak brilliance. Good job, camera crew in Portland, like Solidarity Brothers, like it's sisters, but like, that's fucking awesome. Like, good for you on I'm, I'm making Minnesota United's uh, announcer feel uncomfortable. So, do we know it's it really-
2: Is there, do we have any secret sources we could ask?
0: I do not know. I don't know anybody out there. I guess I I could reach out to the union folks. I'm sure they probably know the people out there um more than likely or, or know somebody who can talk contact with them. I, I'm i positive it wasn't like intentional that they were doing it this way. But the, the fact that it was very much like you could definitely well it tell, depends like,
2: on how- whether their audio visuals are you you know unionized. If they are wasn't a mistake. If they aren't or they want to be.
0: I, it wouldn't surprise me if they're, they're unionized out there, but also it's, uh, it, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if, clearly Cal, someone was in Cal's ear being basically like, stop talking about the supporters to try and get them.
2: We want to pan away.
0: Get off of them. And so that was, that was a fun part. So, so that's one of the only good things about the, about the match on, on Saturday night was just that, that, uh, that image. So. Uh, Jess, are you ready for your um, award-winning post-match hot or not segments?
2: I was born for this. All right. Hot. All those shots on goal. For a moment, just a moment. I forgot I was watching the MLS Four minute highlight reel, and I swore aloud when Garcia's second attempt did not succeed. It was compelling, it was gut wrenching, but not hot. Experiencing that gut wrenching anxiety from the highlight reel alone, I didn't even watch them live broadcast, not because I was. Doing important things, but because I was busy doing semi-adultish things like buying impulsively Renaissance apparel in rainbow pride colors, and for you listeners at home, I am going to twit my picture um, that my co-hosts are welcome to razz me about, and so my patreons you can only razz me if you're a patreon if you're not a patreon keep your fucking mouth shut hot not completely giving up the ghost the moment we walked on the pitch i knew going into the highlight reel we had lost thanks to the espn app notifications side note Thanks for absolutely nothing but literal spoiler alerts, you deceitful sons of bitches plus. But given the two previous losses going into this match, I genuinely expected we had lost three to zero once again. I mean, we can call it silver lining denial, and some of you will, you Minnesota aggressives not passive, but aggressives like Zeller out there, but I need some silver lining, okay? This is my segment and I don't need your help. Not hot. I mean, winning one zero is almost in some emotional ways worse than winning three to zero because there was a, a chance. And I argue that that chance happened right at the beginning. The first clip of the highlight reel was I think Garcia's first attempt and we fucking didn't make it and we should have made it and if we had made it per inchy because goals change games the entire outcome I argue would have been different I don't know if it could have been uglier but it definitely would have been different hot Garcia somebody remind me where the Fuck this guy came from and was this his debut or not the highlight reel has me making sure i double check
0: columbia and no he's been he's played several times yeah. including at well home. i you've just watched, noticed second start, only second start <laughs> you've watched him at alias by the way so yeah
3: but we're still not yeah. arguing legit I mean,
2: let's yeah. remind ourselves i make this podcast accessible to the the people who need a reminder, like I. <laughs> uh,
0: I will say, Jen. Uh, sorry, Mel. Sorry, Jess. God damn it! I, it's been a it's been a long day, guys. I'm sorry. Um, I, my daughter has both pink eye and a fucking uh, uh, ear infection. So it's been a it's been a long day. Um, Jess, your ren your ren fest garb, fucking great. <laughs> Good job. Well, I'm
2: wearing it wow. to pride wow. from here
0: until I'm, you know, a different okay. size. Yes, that's definitely that's definitely in the in the hot category. So. Oh, that. No.
2: Uh, you
0: so Anyways, good. sorry. Uh, okay. Um. Anything else on your award-winning segments?
2: That's, okay. That them's the facts.
0: Perfect. Perfect. All right. Well, let's move on and let's let's actually get to know uh, a little bit about Mel. Um yes. Yes. Who's our who's our very lovely guest here and, and agreed to subject herself to the tomfoolery and skullduggery that is the days I know podcast. So um,
1: so MJ you wanna you want to kick us off here? Sure. Uh, Mel, how'd you get into Minnesota soccer?
3: Okay we're gonna start with the so I, I don't really like sports um and so it was one of those things that we, I saw a schedule uh, when they were still at TCF. We went to a match. um, First match sat in the middle, kind of where the people don't know. (laughs) Sat in the middle and then saw the people on the end and said, hey, we got to get down there where all those people are. So second match sat in the supporters and it was just pretty wild. And it was back when they used to hand out the little brochures of their chants. Like I got a piece of paper with the chants on it. And, um, in the moment I said to the boss, I said, Hey, you know, we should get season tickets. And because it was such an exciting that we were at some exciting match, there was like seven goals or something happening. And so we, um, before we even left the stadium, I had purchased the season tickets for next year. So.
1: You said boss, uh, were, were these were company tickets?
3: Uh no, I refer to my spouse as a boss. So that's that's kind of what i, well, mean. I have a
2: work wife. Is it like that? No,
3: he's literally the husband that's like he's around here somewhere. So but yeah, I refer to him as the boss. It's kind of one of those sarcastic things because everyone yeah. knows I'm the boss. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. but it's no okay. One's to, bossing you. No, no, but it's kind of fun to just refer to him as that. So yes. That's, no. and so yeah soccer. That's awesome.
0: That's awesome. Um, sort of tangentially to that, uh, and Aurora, like you've been, you've, so you've been, clearly you've you've been coming to Minnesota United games for, for a while. And then when Aurora popped up, you're just like, fuck yeah. Like, like most of us were.
3: Yeah, I was kind of, I, that's exactly what I believe I said to myself, fuck yes, let's do this. Uh, so at that point, I had started drumming with a Thunderwall. And I introduced myself to the Thunderwall by just um, showing up to one of their tweets that said, hey, everyone's welcome. I had no drumming experience and I showed up and now they can't get rid of me. So Um, Once Aurora popped up and Revontola popped up, I had the conversation with some of the original SG people and said, Hey, do you guys have a drummer? They said, No, I don't, we don't think so. And I'm like, Well, now you do and it's going to be me and then I'm just kind of immersed myself. I'm very immersive person like once I start to get into something I am like Okay, now what else can we do. So we got the t shirt and then we get like the flags and then it's just like, it's been such an amazing experience to be a part of something that you're building from the ground level. And um, supporting kind of this grassroots women-led organization has been really fantastic. So, really excited to be there.
0: Cool. Um, can, can you talk a little bit about Wonderwall? We, we've never, we have never had anybody from Wonderwall on on the podcast
1: before, right? and I know there. It's a wait a minute. We really? have you on every fucking week. <laughs> yeah, but he- <laughs> I'm not in Thunderwall. Oh, no, who Thunder- said a- Thunderwall? I thought- no, Thunderwall. D- Thunderwall. Okay, maybe sure, I have yeah. ear infection, David. Sorry. No, yeah, it- maybe, maybe
0: you do. No, because 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 Thunderwall is um uh, so for people who don't know, Thunderwall is is all the drummers. They uh, ran a tat tat uh, to the beat, and, and they help help keep the section. There's a heartbeat. I like I like to you know whenever I talk to people about soccer supporting and things like that. I was referring
3: you to the heartbeat call, of, the you heart,
0: use the heartbeat analogy. The heartbeat <laughs> of the section. Yeah, no, that is,
3: that is a tagline that they like to say. Yeah. Are, kind of a heartbeat. We are yeah, responsible for the tempo. You it's know, it's the pulse. Have...
0: It's the pulse of the of you know, like clearly those things happen, but like, you know, they need to it, it always certainly helps when there's when there's drums and, and stuff behind you to help lead the thing. So um so we've never had we've not had anybody from Thunderball. So can you maybe talk a just a very little bit about like what Thunderwall is? And I know I brought my my son up to Thunderwall at halftime. He gets to bang on drums, and he, he loves that. Like that's like one of the things to do during matches when we can get to, when we you know what I can bring him to a match. So I'm um, Can you just talk a little bit about Thunderwall? So if people are interested in learning more, or like like yourself have never wanted drum, but like want to show up and like hit a drum for a while, like it's I I drummed back in the Nessie days. Um, very reluctantly, but I would put on the snare drum and I would just stand it on the fucking hill and snare drum. I was never very good at it, and I'm not gonna. I'm not volunteering myself for Wonderwall in any way, shape, or form. But I think it's a really cool thing that Thunderball does.
3: I love it. It's a. It's an amazing organization where we're kind of an independent. We're not um, recognized as a supporter group. We kind of independently run ourselves, which is nice because then we can kind of just stay supporter group agnostic in the way we can say everyone is welcome, right? Anybody that wants to come up and hit a, a drum for a half or just even like 15 minutes, anybody's welcome to stop by and really experience what it's like to be. From our perspective, we have one of the best spots in the whole stadium to see the pitch. And it's just, it's almost a therapeutic thing where, you know, even if things aren't going great, you have your energy can go out into making the noise. And so we're just, we're pretty much responsible for keeping that tempo. And I've recently fell in love with being on the block and um, hitting the block as the tempo. And that thing cuts through all the noise and the 19,000. The wood block? Yes. That is me. That's Ooh. it. That, it is. You can, they say you can hear it in Stillwater. So I've really fallen in love with being on that part. And every once in a while, Daniel, I have to give Daniel the shout out. He does have to um, turn around, whip around and scream at me to slow down. So that's my kind of fun
2: <laughs> my woman.
3: <laughs> exactly. I'm like, let's pick up the pace here, people. So um, it's, you know, it's everyone's welcome we have a really good group of people right now and um but we're always willing to take on more people to that want to experience what it's like to be in that space and just be as loud as you can
1: so getting to I guess what I unknowingly foreshadowed you are on the wonder wall board with some showrunner that that I put up with every week and what's it like uh what made you want to run for the, the Wonderwall board? And also, uh, what's the most difficult thing about being on Wonderwall board besides putting up with David Zeller?
3: Uh, all right, well, I'll start with why I wanted. It seemed like a really good opportunity to kind of immerse myself into something where I could try to make some change for some good um, because it is an organization that like, you know, in theory, <laughs> they should be there to support all the groups and, mm-hmm. and be kind of that conduit between the groups and uh, the, front office Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of opportunity to make some change there and i'm a person of action so i wanted to run and join that group to see if i can make some (laughs) some positive changes um, for the different groups so by far the worst part is zeller and just his
2: worst part of this podcast too
3: and it's like the face and stuff but Um, he's got really good ideas and I like supporting, um, I appreciate having him kind of in on the board because we're kind of the two new people. So, um, Oh, you're noobs. Tell me more. Yeah. Which is nice because then you can ask the questions that need to be asked. Because you're
2: a know nothing. I tell this to my direct reports all the time. I said, you're new, ask everything and anything. And even if you have a because you don't know, I might have been asking the same question for the last two years, but nobody can hear me anymore. I've been here too long. Mm-hmm. Like you have a fresh pair of eyes. Just be honest and ask.
3: Right. Exactly. I bet you do. I, bet I do. You do. I trust I absolutely- that. I do. And I'm actually the uh, type of person that holds people accountable for stuff. Mm-hmm. And so as we go month over month, it's only been a couple months that we've been part of this. But as we go month over month, we're going to see and make sure that things that people are are committing to doing are going to get done. Mm-hmm. So
0: I, I was I'll also saying, I enjoy having Mel on the board because you do ask those questions. Um, and
2: even when Zeller I'll, knows always, better and he doesn't
0: I'll, have the ball. I'll, to do I'll it. It. No, no, no jess listen i've i've been involved with this with this organization for a long fucking time so i know the answers to those questions and right I, and you
2: know better but, than to ask
0: and i know better than to ask but i'm like oh it's mel if i and i don't prompt mel to ask these questions mel is just like she's keen enough and she understands enough to like know the questions to ask and that is like that then when you know, when we have to when listen to somebody um ramble on about something here nor there he, neither here nor there about something that's not answering the question, Mel knows like just keep pushing and pushing, which is like that's Mel and I very much the same spirit when it comes to that stuff. So I, I really appreciate having someone else on the board who can do that because again, I'm I'm I've been a a, a squeaky wheel for a long time and sometimes they, the squeaky wheel just stops getting greased. And it's like, you know what? Let that wheel fucking squeak. Um,
2: <laughs> we have some, Sometimes we have somebody else- the squeaky wheel gets dissembled.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. So uh, having someone else on the board who understands that and is just like, no, no, I, I, and, I, and I, I'm not, I'll say this, just, this is not meant in any way to be a, a slight, but like someone who will kind of like play dumb about things or whatever, to like ask the question and then push on getting the response to things no that's clearly what you've been doing and i i truly truly appreciate it 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 makes my life a lot more a lot better because i'm not the one having to like try to put the screws to beck at all so
3: the meetings have definitely gotten spicier
0: (laughs) yes they have yes they have
1: Uh, i I like it spicy so
2: mj likes it hot (laughs) it's
3: it's fun yeah
0: that wonderful board experience has been has been a thing. Let's let's put it that way,
3: right? Last, we're we are time. we have an opportunity right now with a couple of new people that week, and we're we're starting to get some structure around some core things that they should have been doing a couple of years ago. And so now we once we have that structure in place, and with these new people, the new energy, the new accountability, I think we're going to be able to do some something. So
2: yeah, <laughs> Yay, accountability.
3: I'll just, I'll just say
0: just to, to put a ribbon on the uh, on the one stuff. So now i'm not sure if you are aware i i was one of the people who helped put that board together in terms of Mm -hmm. like the structure and everything and then all the things i that we're doing right now in terms of accountability and stuff was things i suggested seven years ago that were like
2: into them before they were cool
0: (laughs) right yes i definitely was a rem fan back in the in the 80s um so so there's so there's some things that 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 we have been that have been proposed, I'm like, oh yeah, that was something I suggested that we do, like opening our meetings up to people. Was something I suggested from the get-go, seven fucking years ago. So
2: I will uh, say I'm, this: he's a democratic I, motherfucker. I,
0: I'm glad they're happening now, and you know, it's better late than never. But it's also like, I'm so I'm glad I have other advocates on the board. So let's Absolutely. let's move off of uh, Wonderwall and let's move on. Let's talk about Um we don't need to talk about Minnesota United anymore. Um, let's talk about this really fucking cool thing that happens in the span of like three months.
1: Uh, for yeah, for our listeners that don't know about Ronchillet, uh, Mel, tell us about tell us about the supporters group that uh, you helped start.
3: Well, I you know, I came in after, you know, it started. There are some core people that started this group that are the kind of the silent heroes. I've just I kind of come into things and kind of get a little loud sometimes. So like people kind of think that maybe Mel started it, but there's like a whole supporting cast of people that help and are pushing for change here. So it's not just me. Like
0: Former Dave, David Martin, was a huge influence on the Revanchula and helping get things up and running.
2: He led the tears on the bus.
0: Yeah, helping get this thing to become at least what it is right now and then, you know, going forward. So let's shout out to David Martin, who was very instrumental in doing all this. Yeah,
3: super, super friend. Um, Very helpful. Always a good guidance um, person there. Um, so yeah we have this group now that we're setting ourselves up that we're gonna um, put together an actual board um, with different chairs and then we'll have lots of volunteers and so right now we're kind of I'm still actively recruiting so we can make this kind of that women in front women-led board you know and I'd love to
2: apply how does one apply so if you go
3: to (laughs) I'm sure we have a a link on our, our Twitter to our square site but absolutely reach out um, via DM on Twitter and we can get you the Google form to either apply as either a board member or apply as just a, as a volunteer, which we, for every board member will need 10 to 20 volunteers, right? Mm -hmm. So everything takes an army to get done. Of course. So, um, but there, we have lots of people that are interested because it is, it's nice that we have these people that want to participate and be involved with it that may not have ever really been involved with the supporters group mm-hmm. um and so everyone's coming in with kind of those fresh eyes no baggage and just ready to get to work so yeah that's what we're doing we're putting together the board the next thing on our calendar is that we have uh, our november um all group meeting that we have scheduled november 13th it's a sunday we're calling it kind of our friends giving it's any opportunity to kind of get the group together because honestly we built a little community and a little family of people little misfits that never really felt like they had a place to belong and now they belong within our Revontelet family
0: very cool sounds a lot like the dark clouds when the dark clouds first started um
1: so there's a lot of a lot of like a lot of that so Speaking yeah. about when the Dark Clouds first started, one of the things the Dark Clouds used to do was have like happy hours and social get-togethers in the off season. And mm-hmm. one of the things I really appreciate about the Veronculi is you guys are doing social things in the off season. Two that I know of are you guys went to go axe throwing, and then you got together with Minnesota Aurora to be participate in the state fair parade. Correct. Uh,
3: yeah. Talk it about was...
1: either or both of those.
3: So the axe throwing was obviously boss, um, super fine. Um, and w- the actual movement that you do to throw the ax is similar to the movement that you would do to throw a soccer ball into the field. Um, but for all of us, um, we're like, we don't actually play soccer. <laughs> we're just the ones that are in the stands cheering. <laughs> Right, right. But okay, got Okay, got. them what to do? They need <laughs> us. We tell them what to
2: do. Right. They have the athleticism. I get it.
3: Right. We sing to them. So Of course. So we did that. We did the storing. We did Ken Ken Wonderland. We have our uh Friendsgiving coming up. We're planning on doing a roller We're planning on a, a group to go to the roller derby and support <laughs> our roller derby girls. Uh we have, ladies. We have
2: roller derby girls?
3: Ladies, yeah. Not Aurora. I mean
2: women and others.
3: Yeah. The roller we derby. Did, yeah. Which one like
2: at, at Roy Wilkins. Cause like, I know these people.
3: Yes. And so we're the Revontola crew or family is going to go and kind of go and support <laughs> them. And, and, and it's all part of that effort to say, okay, now we came to your event. Now come to ours. Like, here's the dates for when Aurora is going to play. Let's one of you guys come over and we'll, you know, we'll set you up I'm that you can totally join reach us.
2: out to my derby friends. Me too.
3: Yeah, so lots of fun stuff planning, um, and then merch. We're gonna fill the merch store. Um, I'm ready to stuff. buy.
2: I am ready.
3: <laughs> so I want, I want to do a hoodie. We want to do patches. Um, we've ordered some flags. It's all, it's all good things. So send me the site. Yes, <laughs> spend your money, please. More scarves, Done. all of it. So, we're, I mean, we're excited. And you saw this, the
2: getup I bought, right?
3: Yes, I did. So, yes. We'll So,
2: I'll take one of everything. Pre-order.
3: <laughs> Please ah. stick. Um, and then the state fair was kind of that once in a lifetime opportunity where we got uh, to participate in the state fair parade when they announced the mascot. And so, I mean, did I did, it's one of those things where you got to capo, um, for the parade lasted about 30 minutes. You got a cap, you were capoing while you're kind of with a light jog, um, in 90 degree heat. And so that was pretty fun. Um, I would do it again in a heartbeat The everyone that did participate loved it. And we did have, uh, some people that would stay with the Aurora, um, with the Aurora, at the Aurora booth and fan central, and kind of just continue to recruit and explain you know who we are why we are and why you should join us next year or join us cool. and go to a match next year or whatever yeah so yeah
0: yeah circle cool. the it's weird how um all consuming supporter group stuff can have can become when you just get into it right
3: i could work on it all day and never get it all done like I could definitely work on it all day and so I'm very grateful for a couple of the people that I work with Stefan that puts up with me constantly asking what do you think about like I know that every time his slack or discord pings and he sees a message from me saying I had an idea I know he just starts to sweat like he's just like oh god
2: then you're <laughs> doing
3: your job. Okay, that's, that, yeah, that's a, that's a good
0: thing. If you, if you yeah, you give someone you say something, someone they start to sweat. You're like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. So we need to need to work on that. So um, so if anybody <laughs> like else
2: wants,
0: we have we have a few more questions, but just to just to let people know, um, what's the Twitter handle? if People have questions and they want to reach out or whatever. Yep. M N Rovanculet.
3: Correct. Yeah. Yep. And we okay. our DMs are open welcome to send us a message. We also have the Square site set up there. Um, we can a- invite you to our Discord is our, another way that we communicate and like make sure people know about our upcoming events. Um, but we do try to put as much as um, in there out on, on the Twitter as well, so.
0: Cool. Uh, we, do have, we did have a, a couple of questions from uh, fans of the Days I Know podcast, David Kelly being one of them at left-leaning Loon. Uh, what was your, his question was, what was your favorite moment on the Blackheart Express to the games? So, for people who don't know, uh, we set up, uh, well, Wes and Minnesota Rebantua set up a uh, bus to the games from, the games in Outland, again, from the Blackheart. Uh, you got a free prize beer, uh, prize generously donated a bunch of beers to us. Uh, a, a ridiculous amount of beers, honestly, to, to be fair. Um, <clears throat> and then, you know, you show up about an hour before. You drink your beer, get on the bus, drive out, dropped off at like literally up, like right by the front door. You get back on the bus and drive home, um, avoiding all that traffic in terms of like having to sit in your car. It was very it's cool. The fucking
2: bomb diggity.
0: <laughs> yeah, did it several times, uh, including with some kids. Uh, what so? What was your favorite moment on the Black Heart Express,
3: now? Well, it obviously, was posh, right? That's what we were talking about. The best part was is just like getting. It was a
0: nice ass bus.
3: They were very loud. It was nicer than my car, right? It was nice where we would leave the stadium like crazy sweaty and just like put our sweaty asses on those nice leather seats. That was pretty nice, I'm so, sure.
0: So, so this is this is modeled after the Deafman Express, which we used to do. We used to take from the Nomad in up to Blaine to watch uh, Minnesota. Well, the uh, star, yeah, the NSE Stars, and then eventually Minnesota United uh, back in the NASL days. Where i met my wife actually was on the deathloon express going from the nomad up to blame God
2: damn it, why didn't you like psychically message me zeller and my future self to like get on the fucking deathloon express that's where i should have met my my match
0: yeah like, i mean you possibly could have There's i mean it
2: could, it, i'll i would try anything opposed to what actually happened <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, so it was not off of that but like those were school buses and they were like Rickety <laughs> old ass school buses. Bad. This was this, and Mel, you can explain a little bit more. This was not a rickety ass old school bus.
3: No, it was like posh, comfy leather seats and air C- conditioning. Like, yes. Rest place for your purse yeah it was awesome it was and plus i was on there and leading kind of leading the chance and then we also we you know we go through we'd establish rules remember one of our favorite rules is no kissing no holding hands on the bus and it was because much, of me it was looking also, at you
0: also uh, uh the driver would hold your weed if you wanted to go to the stadium with and the had leave your weed on the bus um, so they were cool <laughs> like that so I definitely did not leave my weed with the driver at least once or twice, so.
3: No. Um,
2: some of us may or may not have allegedly left our vape pens, which are now, sorry, GOP,
3: legal in Minnesota, as far as I'm concerned. So I think the what David Kelly might have been referring to, at one point, um, I spit out the Paul Revere rap sister chant like right in his face <laughs> and then he, he was just kind of confused on why I still refuse to do or feel too shy to do karaoke when I just <laughs> like act yeah, like yeah, I, I, do. I just act like a, I would act like a complete lunatic on there so we had you know it was just fun to to practice our chance get that feedback hearing from people there was a lot of people on that bus um some older women like women that weren't into sports again um joining the bus and being part of that experience and saying you know that was kind of one of their favorite parts of the experience is like being part of this group of people arriving together to the match so and like one of my favorite jokes was when we would take roll call and you'd say like allison for six tickets and you're like holy shit allison has friends like what the hell are we doing wrong so it's like like that kind of stuff was just it was really special and everyone and getting roasted like the Zach guy like totally loved roasting me i'm like this is not what i'm here for I'm but roasting
2: okay. martin and i did so and i taped the whole fucking thing for our bonus patreon bonus content
3: he is an easy- and he he's easy to roast so
2: <laughs> oh duh he's like a he loves that shit Thus I filmed him without prior authorization and I knew I would get post authorization because he loves that shit. Yes. I don't,
3: I don't know if he does actually. <laughs> Martin, yeah. Martin is
0: Martin is a bit of a masochist. Um, that, that, sure. That's been well established, so. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, so we have uh, a couple other questions. Uh, then we'll <laughs> jump in. Uh, LJ at Pedantic Fox asks, uh, how has your SG experience been with minnesota united and or aurora and then uh how many blisters did you give, your, give yourself drumming
3: so my experience for sgs within united you know, i didn't have any sg experience before thunderwall like when i went through and would choose the three sgs as part of my season ticket i had no idea like i, I there wasn't enough information for me to even choose like i had no did we idea do
2: that? i don't even remember that
3: Yes, that's what we have just, to do
0: to... you, you don't you don't in your in your very fancy person seats. Uh, in the Wonder Wall you have to choose a, an affiliation. Yes.
3: yes. Thank you. So, in the Wonder Wall you have to choose an <laughs> affiliation.
0: And so, I, I mean, really, you, I you don't have to, but we ask you to to, to select. So, like, so you can get a scarf, but like, you're maybe Mel. You're probably one of these people. Um, that like, if you don't choose one, you don't get a scarf. And like, there's probably about a third of at least a third of the people in the Wonderwall just don't even choose an affiliation. So like. Yeah, we're 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 trying to work through that, as you are well well aware on the right.
3: So, there's some there's some opportunity to improve that experience, we'll say so, and give people a little bit more like background the on why. Are we gonna
2: accept the unaffiliated and get them a scarf like uncommitted? It's like no. pledging in the sorority no. days where no. you're like no.
0: no, 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 no. Okay,
2: thank you, Zeller. I understand and I support you.
3: <laughs> so. Yeah, so no unaffiliated. That does no. We're not going to do that. But uh, I think actually this year I ended up choosing Red Loons just because. I was like, I not? Well just like Springfield, yes. right? So thank you, have, you.
0: You got three. You have three commies on this podcast.
3: Exactly. So, so um, but then once Heartless I socialist. <laughs> once I got into Thunderwall again, we're staying agnostic Kind of just I, I'm just staying in my lane of Thunderwall. And just trying to make sure that we sound as tight as possible and we kind of keep a beat um the thing about aurora and reventilate instead of staying in my lane aurora has said to us hey join us in our lane they've been very welcoming to participate for us to participate in stuff they're doing um it's just a, been a completely different experience as far as mm-hmm. a club that wants to put us out front with them <laughs> It, yeah. guys, and then you just stare at me like i'm okay no. <laughs> sorry well no
0: the, the other part was how many blisters have you given yourself drummer?
3: oh how many blisters uh i used a lot of tape now i've um invested in tape manufacturers now recently um <laughs> in, until i can get my i do kind of want to get some sheila e uh like drummer's glo- gloves that i can nice. still yes. i need i need to show off the nails still but then bro, protect- yo Yeah. So I'm going to do something like that. Um, but yeah, I use a lot of tape. Um, and (laughs) I, like, I, you know, not a trained drummer, but I'm just, I'm there because I have the enthusiasm, passion, excitement, energy, rhythm, rhythm. (laughs) I do have a good, a pretty good rhythm and obviously killer style. Duh
0: and, and I'll, I'll just point out if, if you are interested I mean, if you're interested in drumming and and especially for the thunder or whatever like go up there and, and talk to them um if you are interested You'll in drumming, her.
2: she's the one with the drum yo
0: <laughs> yeah if, but if you're interested in drumming and you're like you're maybe a little you're like oh, i don't want to do it in front of like 18 000 people <laughs> come come to an aurora game and you could probably drum for a good bit of time just just to practice and see like the the capos are always really good about like trying to like let you know what the rhythms are and things like that and you're not going to get yelled at if you fuck it up or if you're like if you're off you're off beat or whatever um so it's it's a i would highly suggest everybody everybody should try try drumming at least once in your life because then you appreciate how hard it is to drum and uh you give the the drummers the proper credit that they are due they're not just they're not just a, a heartbeat or a pulse they are actually like people who are doing a really important job um in the in the supporter group stuff. So all right. Our final question, um, and then we'll we'll jump into some other stuff. Um Andy Schaletz, uh at the cribs on Twitter, who's, join, who's joining us, yeah, shit on schuletz uh joining us next week with his uh his better half uh, uh Mags, who's actually on the picket line. Uh she's a nurse in in Minnesota in in Yeah, she's uh she's walking the picket line today, tomorrow and uh, Wednesday. Um, he asked what's the most difficult part of being on the podcast thus far uh <laughs> i think in anticipation for his own particular uh, guest appearance in the podcast he won his guest appearance and now like we invited oh. you
3: oh thank you andy
0: andy won his uh on the uh the dark clouds uh, Zeller, don't
2: pass that kind of shade that's not fair no
0: it's i'm, I'm just I saying mean,
1: fucking facts no he andy, paid paid he paid for his
0: Mm-hmm. And shit money went to, This is shit yeah, on slats time. Money went money went to charity. We invited Mel because we like Mel. I mean, not that we don't like Andy, but you know.
2: Maybe we should like Andy. I a mean, lot.
1: Go go ahead. I'd like some of his tweets.
2: Well, I'm saving my judgment for meeting him, I guess.
0: Anyways, Mags uh, Max is very into gardening, so we're gonna talk a lot about gardening with Mags. Um Andy, Max, answered- not so much
2: question
0: no what was the (laughs) most difficult part of being on the podcast thus far other than us interrupting you answering questions
3: right or just like that that was it or the dead looks that I get after answering the questions. <laughs> I think that's been very difficult. I, the anticipation, right? Because I didn't know this was my first podcast. So I didn't know if it and was going to be doing so great. I know. I think, I, well, this is how I roll. I like pretty much kill things. You're so, a boss. Yeah. It. <laughs> Got it. But, uh, no, it's um, the anticipation was a lot. Um, but once, I mean, this has been fun as hell. And I would do it again in a minute. So and we it's, would have it, you again in a right. minute. it's You pretty much get to talk about something you really enjoy and you're really passionate about. So it's one of those things you could talk about. Really, that's supporter group culture, the community around it. I could talk about that for hours. Like, how do we get more people involved? How do we invite more people that don't even know what a supporter group is? Like, how do we get more people to buy our t-shirts? How many hoodies are we going to Make gonna more sell? in sea foam green. Duh. <laughs> teal. Teal, baby. It's teal. So, you know, just how do we, you know, how do we make a bigger impact within the community and make sure that we build up a brand that when people hear it, there's not really any there's no, people want to be involved with it.
0: Yeah, that's. Wonderful, and to uh, and I was I'll say um, my son just randomly will sing. Uh, we're blue, we're green, we're something in between. It's teal, like just at the dinner table. I'm like, <laughs> buddy, we don't we don't sing at the dinner table. But yes, I really appreciate you. Sing- I appreciate. No, 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 we don't at our house. But I really appreciate you singing that song. We don't sing at the dinner table. Like if you're not at the dinner table, totally so fine. But um, I need you to eat at the dinner table. That's right. But anyways, he, and he, he's been singing. Um, uh, the, the fucking what's the uh, the loons? What's what's the loons chant? It's like a it's like an '80s song. Anyways, he's been singing like just randomly like these random. You know, Don't stifle
2: him, Zeller. Don't stifle. Oh no,
0: no, no. Him. I'm not trying. Just I'm not. I I very much encourage it, just not at the fucking dinner table where we need to eat dinner. Um,
2: <clears throat> Sometimes you gotta anyways, sing a song about your dinner. Sing a song six expense. That's Thank out you. of
0: copyright. Thank you, Mel, for joining us. Thank uh, you. Yeah, we appreciate it. So, you you feel free to stick, stick around. Um, let's jump in. Minnesota United SC2, MJ, I'm going to give you one minute to recap this game.
1: Okay. First of all, uh, Loons win four to two goals by Olawa Um His first Minnesota goal on a nice long ball from Adonka. Aziel Jackson with a nice header off a corner kick from Bacheco. uh, And also uh, goals from uh, Gucci off of a corner kick header. And then once a crow, Loik Nassanvi subs in for McMaster. And he scores on a nice pass from Williamson. Just a great chip shot. So four goals from Minnesota United. Uh, once a loon, Ish Jome, was involved with both goals for Portland. Uh, he got an assist and a goal off of a nice, well-timed onside run. Uh, and then, lastly, uh, someone named Pablo Bonilla for Timbers two gets a red card for violent conduct because he went to the Chara School knockdowns. <laughs> good job, man! That was like almost a minute. Perfect. Good job.
2: That was uh, less than I think.
1: It was very
0: close. Uh, Boggy Olwane is out for four to six weeks. Um, it was posted by Andy Greeter uh, earlier today. Not super awesome. Um, he might be back for the playoffs, but more than likely his season is done for. So, unfortunate there. Uh, MJ, you have – oh, sorry. Go ahead, Mel.
3: Did he ever get a goal at Alliance? He did. Oh, he did. He, he, he okay. two goals okay. of the year. Okay, but we, one was at home.
0: One was yeah. at Allianz because they played that amazing. They, they played that amazing. Uh,
3: his, uh, oh yes, yes, goal yes, yes. yes. Okay, which
0: we got to see. We, when Wonderwall did a, a a tour of the stadium, like locker rooms and stuff, and they showed us what would happen if you were not there. Unfortunately, you had,
3: you were I traveling yeah. in
0: Europe. Yeah, but they showed us what it would look like if, if he scored a goal, and it was awesome. And then literally the next game he scored a goal, so it was very cool. Okay. Right, um nice so yeah, so yeah, he, got, he at least got a goal. I, I think he he's gonna be part of the team long longer term, obviously, but um it really sucks. And this is I I don't want to get into an Adrian Heath rant right now, so I'm just gonna say MJ, take us to uh guess a loon.
1: So uh this week on guess a loon, uh this is a current loon. Everyone, please, uh when when you guess uh take less than three seconds because dead air on pods is just horrible so if you have no clue just say pass that's fine but don't say nothing for like 10 seconds that's bad um that's like being an mj and we don't want that at all yeah Um, i have to edit
0: i have to edit that shit and cut it out so yeah 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 yeah.
1: so don't make zeller's job harder it's hard enough as it is because he has to put up with all of us so uh first clue on gizaloon uh, and oh, let's go in order of uh, Zeller, Mel, and Jess, because that's the order you are on my Zoom screen. So uh, Zeller, Mel, Jess. First clue, prefers his left foot. Mm, uh, Robin wrong. Ludd. Mel? Robin yep. Ludd. Good guess, wrong. Jess? Renoso. Also good guess, wrong. Uh, second clue, Keith says, experience is vital. He is still in his prime. We'll get the next two to three years of him contributing for us. Kamar Lawrence?
3: Ding, 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 ding. Because he's old. old.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like, so here's the thing. He's like, he's still in his prime. That was supposed to be a trick clue because this Saturday, September 17th, Kamar Lawrence turns 30. Oh, he's, he's, he's supposed to be, but you were not fooled, Zeller. You guess Kamara Lawrence, you win. Um, forget the rest of my stupid clues. Um, also <laughs> celebrating Loon's birthdays this week, this Wednesday, September 14th, your favorite Dane and mine, Nico Hansen, turns 20. Nico Hansen!
2: I love you, babe.
1: And last but not least, and probably most importantly, this Tuesday, September 13th, someone on this pod is celebrating their birthday. Uh, Will you please out yourself?
3: Hi, it's me. I'm Yeah, absolute... yeah it's, it is my birthday tomorrow. And so um, we're gonna, guess what? I'm gonna go play some drums at a soccer match. Nice. Then we're going to have ice cream cake from Zito at Blackheart. Zito is a fancy, trendy ice cream store in Uptown. And mm-hmm. I got an ice cream cake because- Because you're trendy and fancy? Yes, I'm trendy (laughs) and a child at heart. So yes, it is my birthday tomorrow and I'm, I'm stoked just to like, beat LA please, just for me. And I'm sure Mel has a long list
1: of things that you can buy for her, for her birthday. But I'm sure also one of the things she would like as a birthday present, if you would come to the Thunderwall section and say, hey, I want a drum or even better, Hey, how do I get involved with Revanchalet? So-
3: exactly, I love it when people say, "Hey, can I get a Revanchalet button or pin or badge or whatever you want to describe them as?" Um, I definitely butt on, and so uh, I definitely have those. And um, yeah, come say hi and free hugs.
0: <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, fine now at the Thunderwall on. Um uh t- tomorrow or today i podcast it's coming out um oh. yeah it'll, it'll come out probably before midnight today so technically tomorrow but probably today if people are listening to it uh and or come to the black card. there will be karaoke i believe after the game so uh oh, i'm so gonna sing.
2: blow my work meeting on 10 a.m on <laughs> yeah. um, Done. so yes so, so,
0: it'll, it'll be
2: schedule.
0: it'll be it'll be super fun so all right um all right let's take a quick break when we come back, we'll talk very quickly about Minneapolis City, uh, Gopher Soccer. The women women Gophers are uh, playing really, really well recently. Um, and then uh, talk a little bit very quickly about LAFC on Tuesday today, and then uh, sports away on Saturday. So we will be right back. You want me to be that type of dude and I want to be who you like me to. But we both know I can't do nothing at all. Oh, yeah. All right, and welcome back to the podcast. Uh, we still have everybody here, MJ, Jess, and Mel. Um, we had a very great conversation with Mel and the first half on the podcast and talked a little bit about her soccer journey, which is very exciting. Always great to hear someone, how they get involved and, and, and where they get involved. And um, So, yeah, so thank you for sharing all that with us. Uh, all right. Let's jump in to uh, some non-Minnesota United soccer very quickly. The Minneapolis City Minute 2023 memberships are on sale. Right now, you can go to the Minneapolis City store and purchase uh, purchase your membership. I think, I believe, MJ $79. is $79, uh, is that correct? I believe if you, if you, pre, you pre-purchased your membership or put a deposit down, as it were, you can get this for $59, but $79 for the, for the year.
1: Yeah. And that will go up. Usually at New Year's, they right. they, jack, they jack up the price a bit. Um, last year, I believe, the non-introductory price was around $100, $99, $100. So, yeah, get in while it's hot. And it's, it's great hot. Get... <sighs> What's your you... gift? uh it's they they
0: do a scarf every year um they are they're not like a asshole soccer team that we that we all know that doesn't
1: take a scarf with uh you ZD know membership a couple title. of them um <laughs> and usually like some pins and some stickers pins and, and cool
0: stickers stuff. and other people cool and she remembers membership gets you a uh basically a card that gets you into all the games and then it also gives you two extra tickets to bring friends or family or other people uh as well so it's, it's a really good deal i highly suggest it um
1: and you could vote on shit, like scarf designs and kit designs, yeah. and also things like, should we play in these extra leagues this year or- Right. Or league not. League
2: or maybe not.
1: <laughs> or
0: you could run for the board if you wanted to, if you wanted yeah. if you had other things that you want to do in your life. Um, I feel
2: like my lack makes me a better member of the Aurora board, and I want to put all my eggs in one basket per usual. <laughs>
0: Uh, I mean, to be fair, uh, Minneapolis City has a non-male uh, board member, Becky Rothmeyer. Yeah, but uh, I am accused
2: of sexually harassing some of these Minneapolis City folk. And I think Aurora is just a better home for me.
0: I've, I've met, I know all of the Minneapolis City board members. I I wouldn't be too concerned about that with you. But if you, I mean, put your, put your eggs where you want to put them in your basket. So I lay them where up. I may. <laughs> all right, uh,
3: and they really—they uh, really do have the best corner kick. Corner kick beat.
0: That is true. That's that is facts. true. Um, all right, Gopher Soccer Gala. Gopher Soccer is uh, back and playing really well again. MJ, um, break
1: us down. We won two games this week. Um, tell us a little bit about them. After starting with a tie and three close losses, the Gophers have won four in a row to close out their non-conference part of their schedule Thursday. Gophers played Nebraska-Omaha at Elizabeth Wild Robbie Stadium Uh, in the seventh minute, very early. uh, Kai Harper scores off a corner kick, or takes a corner kick, and Gabby Cesarone heads in the ball. She's good at headers. New center back this year. Really like uh, that transfer, Gabby Cesarone. And in the 38th minute, Megan Gray has this nice one-touch layoff to Sophia Bowman, She dribbles right past two defenders and then shoots between three defenders and the goalkeeper to score in the opposite post. Beautiful goal. The rest of the game was kind of boring. And I'm not just (laughs) saying that because they didn't have goals. I mean, like, the Gophers had about 10 good chances, but they sent fewer numbers forward and definitely were looking at that prophylactic, don't let them score. So Flashco gets the clean sheet. They win 2 nothing On Sunday, it was pups on the pitch. Everyone and their cousin brought their dog to the game. It was- I love dogs. One. I love um, dogs. Gophers win 3 nothing versus Marquette. In the 32nd minute, uh, Monticello's own Abby Franson dribbles by three players and gets taken down in the box because that defender was just like, hey, you got by three of my teammates. You're not gonna get by anymore. And then took her down. So that means we get a PK. Sophia Bowman steps up, nails the PK. Three minutes later, Dressley sends a long one over the top again to Bowman, spin move, dribble, banger of a goal, just a beautiful goal. Go watch it if you haven't seen it. I will try to put it, uh, link to the vid on the pod once David releases it. Uh, And then late in the game, uh, 86 minute, let me know if you heard this name before, Sophia Bowman, this time on the corner kick, Um, And then let me know if you heard this before, Gabby Cesarone with a header. So that seals it 3-0. Shout out to both goalkeepers. Egan's own Megan Plasko gets the clean sheet for the Gophers. Also, Marquette's goalkeeper, Chloe Olson grew up in Minneapolis, went to South High School, and uh, had four saves, and would have had a lot – the Gophers would have had a lot more goals if not for Chloe Olson. So shout out to Minneapolis zone. Very cool. Uh,
0: Thank you, MJ. So, yes, the Gophers are uh, on a roll. Their next match is on Friday this week. They only have one game this week. Uh, it's on Friday, the 16th at 7 p.m. They are playing Nebraska in Lincoln, and that will be on Big Ten Plus, which I think you can, you know, get <clears throat> like, I streaming service.
2: You can get Story of My Life. I think I can get on sewing the whatever the fuck, and then game time kickoff. Oh. Sorry, you're in the wrong zip code. You're fucked.
0: That's what it's called a it's called a VPN, Jess. Virtual private one. network.
2: I have several actually. ESPN yep. Plus can suck my dick.
0: <laughs> if you have if you have several, if you have several, you have zero. Let's put it that way. Um, and uh, this is on Big Ten Plus, not ESPN Plus. Um They MJ, can all go ahead.
2: suck it. We don't get shit for shit. No one's clear about what I can get, where, and I'm done streaming. End note.
1: So the next home games are Thursday, September 22nd, and Sunday, uh, 20...
0: 25th, 25th. Yeah. Indiana on the 22nd, Northwestern on the
1: 25th. Um, Come on out. It's fun. I will,
0: I will just say, just to your point, um, if we talk to a person that I know, I got a guy who might be able to get Big Ten Plus on at the Blackhearts, We could have a watch party, Ooh. but we have to we have to talk to a guy and make sure we talk have to people. a guy who needs
2: to talk to a guy who talks yeah. to a woman and gets it done.
0: Well, unfortunately,
1: it, it'll be a dude that will be getting well. Well, just shit done, just so. one
2: you know degree of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> I just want to say
1: in relation, like. Somewhat related, somewhat not related to this, Uh, Soda Soccer just announced today a partnership with Equal Time Soccer, and where Soda Soccer has been focusing, even though I got hired as the Aurora Beat Writer, been mostly focusing on lower division and collegiate men's soccer, we all know Equal Time Soccer has been focused for the last, I don't know, seven, eight years on women's soccer at all levels in Minnesota, and we're really excited about that.
2: We are
1: yeah that's it very more, cool yeah more minnesota women's soccer i mean that's what we all want
0: yes 100 percent. yeah that's a, a, very cool i i saw that um about an hour before we started recording so very cool um very excited to see what so even you... though david has to talk
1: to a dude this dude is very doesn't very... have
2: any power because there's a strong boss ass bitch behind it
1: yeah well and he's <laughs>
2: He's very,
1: so pro, he's very pro-oso, he's very pro-oso, so like the dude.
2: Pro-oso is oh so okay by me.
1: Okay. Thank
0: you for that uh, rhyming scheme that was not asked for. Uh, appreciate English
1: it. English major,
0: what? Let's, I, I am, you. Money well spent, just money well spent. Let's put it that way. I mean, um, you,
1: you come to the Dave's for poets who don't even realize it. So.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I would do the loser game sound for that one, MJ. That was a, that was a terrible joke. Banish from the podcast now. Um, all right. Let's 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 talk about Minnesota United City again <laughs> uh, because we have to, technically. Uh, we are a Minnesota United SC podcast. And let's we'll talk about the game that's coming up. Uh, we have two games this week, 7 p.m. Uh, Tuesday or today, if you're listening to this podcast on Tuesday, or this will be in the past if you listen to this podcast on Wednesday, which, you know, good for you. Um, and then we'll talk about sports after that. So let's talk about LFC first. Last. Uh, MJ, what do you want? How do you want to start with this one?
1: Well, first of all, I want to say that although I admire Minnesota United celebrating Latino Culture or Latinx culture in a Hispanic heritage game. I don't think Hispanic is the big tent most encompassing term to be using. No,
2: it's passe, get with in, it front in, in, office in this, once again. This,
1: yeah, so I don't know if this is an MLS driven thing that every team has to have a Hispanic heritage game or not, or if it's a something tone deaf coming from the Minnesota United front office, but oh, like, it's, it's clearly no it's clearly
0: an MLS thing that. it's not so so Listen, I, if, yeah if, if <laughs> Minnesota United could not do uh if Missouri United could not do Hispanic Heroes United I'm sure they
1: probably would not I do
2: Hispanic
1: Heritage anybody United. off I hope they don't either I, I just it's not too hard to like actually talk to people from subcommunities to get the terminology right or to make sure you're including most people you know it's just i it just right. frustrates me over and over again
2: it's a constant frustration they're
0: behind but Also,
1: they, they advertise this kind heritage game i went to click on the more details and despite that they're having you know kind of a, a pre-game thing with djs and and food trucks it doesn't appear that like the djs are featuring latinx music or the food trucks are like Mexican or
2: Latino or Latina.
1: Yeah. It's just like, there are no other themes. They didn't incorporate the theme at all in any of the They just got like, Hey,
2: you got a taco truck. Come on on down. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I I just like, no, don't get me wrong. Like the two food trucks they mentioned are good food trucks. and I know beggars can't be choosers. You have to kind of go with the schedule, but it's just, I, their execution on this just seems to be really poor or not thought out or poorly communicated, Half which down. is kind of more the same from the Minnesota United Front Office for me. Yeah, that's my rant. I, I was just gonna say like what's what's new. <laughs> how is this how is this any different from everything else we There's a reason why I don't I don't have season tickets this year. You know mm.
3: uh Mel, okay yeah comment. I heard that. Mm. Mm, I just, yeah, it it all feels very, as my thirteen year old would say, feels very cringe. Actually, she would say, "Don't." She would say, "Don't say that anymore, mom." Like, <laughs> oh, it's so,
2: already passing. Yeah,
3: it. actually, I've ruined that. It just doesn't feel like you know. They're just They're well, but they're slapping the label on it so they can put it on the front of the program and they can say that they've done it. wash it. But they're not actually supporting it with. Supporting it by bringing in people from the community that would be able to like contribute to it. I don't know. It just doesn't feel like there's slip po- service. Yeah, they're definitely they're just doing it because it's one of those required things before the end of the like just like <laughs> before sure, the box. end of yeah before the end of the season. But it would take it would take effort and uh, some homework to figure out how they could do better with that. And so no one should be surprised they didn't do it.
2: Yeah, it's too bad that the front office has been so unreceptive to like, I feel like in the past communities or, or um, different identifying groups have reached out and said like, oh, you're having X, we would love to X and it has been got fallen on deaf ears I hope one day that the Minnesota United front office is more receptive to such outreach and proactive outreach on from the community members that identify as how, you know, whatever the game is, is like one day that's my, I have a dream speech is one day the front office and MLS, you know, requirements will not be so much lip service as actual con- contributions and collaborations with their communities. Mic drop.
0: Good luck.
1: Good, good luck with that. I have a
2: dream Zeller. And you can tell me anything else.
1: I have a I dream. Just, well, so I know. In the spirit of centering women voices, both women said it way better than I did. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Say okay. centering women voices does not mean muting anyone else.
0: I will also say I know too much about how uh the stew is made. So
2: yeah, you got, got this much. hostage bitch. I got a dream. Yeah, that's fair.
0: Let's <laughs> can we talk can we talk about the actual match? Is that yeah. are, we, are we okay. Sorry. I'm I didn't done
2: wanna, philosophizing.
0: I, I didn't want to step on anybody's toes. Um Minnesota host LSC. E S C. You're damn right you didn't. 7 p.m. tonight, Tuesday. Uh, LAC is the favorite at plus 105. Minnesota is plus 220, and a draw is plus 270, so betting favorite is LAFC in this match. Um, MJ, Mel, Jess, anybody that we should point out for LAFC? Is
2: Leatherface
1: playing? Who's Leatherface?
2: You know, old
1: Leatherface. Uh, uh, Rui Diaz does not play for LFC. Is Seattle. Uh, he, well,
2: then I guess he he's not Seattle.
0: So, he, so, no, he is not playing, Jess. Thanks, thanks for, um, uh, I'll point out, Ryan, Ryan Hollingshead said, um, who I think I was a little, a little bit concerned about with our attack, um, is out because of a red card uh, that he got against his former club over the weekend, a, a dog show red card, actually, as a matter of fact.
1: Um a so goal out. scoring
0: opportunity. Yes, so he is out. Which is great for Minnesota. However, Minnesota can't score. They couldn't score in a uh, arcade. They can't score. I was gonna, you know, make a joke about. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna make that joke. Yeah, they can't <laughs> score right now. So, uh, so maybe that out being out doesn't matter. But uh, MJ, Jeff, now any anybody else on LFC that you are concerned about
1: want to bring um, up? Some center back fucker named uh, Giorgio Chiellini. Uh, Okay, yeah. yeah, Vela. Yeah, Vela, good point. Yeah. He likes to score goals.
3: And the guy that they that does have the red, they tried to appeal it and he was denied. So he is gonna stay out. So that's other that's a little bit of good news. So
2: crapo and
1: crapo. Former Sporks, uh defensive midfielder Ilya Sanchez. Notice I said Sporks because if I say former Barcelona defensive midfielder, everyone will think he's really, really good. And actually he is, you know, pretty darn good, but whatever. <laughs> Just watch out for the fucker. He, he, he's, he's a defensive midfielder who likes to get forward and cause strong, um, I guess they for their center forward, uh, Arango, right. He's good. He likes to score goals. Yeah. Um, I mean, Gareth, Gareth fucking Bale. Plays on
0: this team, who?
1: Um,
0: yeah, that uh, that Welsh motherfucker who likes to golf. Hopefully, he is spending his time on the golf course in Minnesota, and not uh, you know practicing soccer. Uh, did you, with the, did you see
1: the tweet from whoever it was that found like a golf course or something named named for like Lonely Spur or or Forgotten Spur golf course or something like that, and said, "Hey, this is where Bale is going to be."
0: I didn't know. I did not see that something um, hilarious okay yeah no sorry did, did not see that uh
2: gareth bale often wears a man bun and everyone knows that has ever listened to this podcast that i cannot condone a man bun ever under any circumstances and fuck gareth Bit.
3: oh i i might have to disagree on that i do you're welcome I, too. I do appreciate fight, a fight, I, fight, I, fight, fight, fight. I do appreciate a nice man bun, especially oh a, god,
2: no. especially
3: when it's paired nicely with a little headband. Oh a, fuck con. no, man. There's a, there's oh, a, there's no. a, there, a couple. Would
1: you would you classify as Gareth Bale's
3: man bun is nice?
1: He's
2: melting.
3: Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of the city guys too that will pair a uh, no! bun with uh, the headband, and it's
2: one does I, not I'm, own the I've... man bun. It is a decadent indulgence of the dramatic nature <laughs> of Jeff. a man. Anyone who wants to wear a bun is in search extra attention that they do not deserve.
0: Jeff, I'm I'm going to insist if you are going to yell about this being dramatic that you actually be in the picture of the zoom call when you make
2: mel. your argument
0: and also mel is our guest so <laughs> let mel speak her piece please
3: i don't know i, I am l-
2: allowing
3: okay i i don't know i i kind of appreciate it a little okay because you can you know, agree to disagree so you can switch it up i do like there's a couple of the city players that will pair a, a bond with the- if you want
1: Jeff,
0: yes, let mel speak please
3: Please. I'll, just... Also, at one point, one of our favorite Revantelic capos, Sterling, who played the trombone. I love Sterling. I do love Sterling. He rocks a man bun like nobody's business.
0: He does. I've seen it many times.
3: And when he takes his hair down, it is like to the fucking floor. It is long, and so yeah. Like I think you may need Fair to think you need to rethink this theory and open your mind to it because the man bun is here to stay, and it pairs so nicely with a little bit more accessory of the headband.
0: <laughs> All right, <laughs> clearly Jeff has uh, thoughts and feelings on things. Um, I I will be remiss if I don't put on, point out Kelly and Acosta uh, the backup said uh number six for the US national team uh also plays for LAFC they have a, a an embarrassment of riches out there let's talk about how this game goes
1: um oh Latif blessing oh yeah I mean fuck that guy uh Jose Cifuentes the, 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 fuck, the fuck that guy didn't yeah, he yeah. exactly hurt, though, exactly though? didn't he just get hurt Didn't, didn't uh, just get hurt I thought he played last game but I could be wrong No, I think I thought he got hurt like
0: during the game, which is why he came out. Oh, okay. I could be wrong. Don't mind me. Um, Yeah, there's lots of really good players. This team is really good, and they were playing kind of like shit for like about a a month
1: before the West. They lost in Dallas two to one,
0: and then all of a sudden they they started playing well, better. I guess you know, this is absolutely a game that Minnesota probably needs to win if they want to. Host a home playoff game. Uh, um, for they don't sure, need, if
2: we want to host.
0: They don't need to win this game. if they, yeah, if they're just going to make the playoffs. But again, as we mentioned before, like, the whole point of this season was to host a home playoff game. One home playoff game, which we've done, what, we've hosted two playoff games at home? So, not a huge fucking bar to uh, jump over, but uh, it is what it is. Uh, MJ, how do you think this game goes on Tuesday, tomorrow? Uh, or today
1: I guess yeah we we lose uh, we lose 3-1 uh, to alright uh, Jess how
0: are you thinking about this game
2: I'm trying not to because it causes me great anxiety I don't even know if I've committed to going yet tomorrow or not I mean I could I probably will it might be by myself and just I can't take the heartache I really want this I really, really want this and I am not going to Portland again this year for a first round playoff match. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm not doing it. I, my job, I can't afford it. So UFC, please, please, please a first round home match. And this game, I feel, I haven't done the math of course, or my research or homework, but I feel like we absolutely have to win this game if we have any chance of having a home round one playoff match. And I want this for you, and I know you want it too, so let's do it.
0: Who wins? Okay, so they win or they lose? What the fuck?
2: They win 3-0 okay. because we've lost 3-0 right. forever, and it's time to suck it. All
0: right. Good. Thanks. Thanks for that motivational speech, Rudy. Um, it's what I uh, do. Um, I, I, to, um, to, to your point, um, if we're playing in the playoffs on the road, we're probably going to uh, Nashville or Dallas anyways. So um, I don't want to go there. Cheaper flights than Portland. Mel, what are your thoughts?
3: I'm going to just uh, put my energy into just let's get a draw. Like, let's just get a 1-1. Let's score one goal. That would be really neat. And then they'll probably sneak one in as well.
0: Okay. Oh, man, we definitely lose this game. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. It just,
3: it just how badly, right?
0: Yeah, it's, it's a matter of, of, yeah, I think we lose it 2 1. I think we probably, here's the thing um, if you are a betting person, here's my, my bet would be we score first, but we lose 2 1, which would be even more gut wrenching than just losing 2 It should be. Right. Like, let's just, let's just put the fucking dagger, stick it in there, and then twist. But uh, if the, if, if they will. give
3: us a goal, though, it would be so nice just to have a goal, because it, it feels like it's been ages since we've seen a goal, so. It's been
0: three games since we saw one, so, yeah, exactly. It
3: feels like a long time.
1: Uh, time to All get right. the balls in. Time
3: to get yeah. the balls
0: in. All right, so after... Del, or uh, sorry, after LESC on Tuesday, we go to the Sporks in uh in Kansas City, not the good Kansas City, the shitty Kansas City yeah. on the in Kansas, the Kansas part.
2: side.
0: The Kansas side, of Kansas City, uh, where we will play the Sporks away a and
2: Non-denominational.
0: Saturday night, seven thirty. Uh I'll be at the black card to watch this game. Um, hopefully you guys can join us if you want to. I don't think they have there's Lions line on this game yet because we have to play the uh First game. Uh, anyways, MJ, who should are you looking out for on the Kansas City side? Kansas City, to be fair, has been kind of shit this year. Although they're playing much better over the course
1: of the last month and a half or so. Um, I will let you talk about the illustrium manager and the uh, as you put it, hard on yeah, fuck that. for fuck for, that guy for for wanting to beat Minnesota. Um, uh, he loves uh, beating off and beating Minnesota. Um, but uh, <laughs> Their wings, uh, Johnny Russell on the right has given us problems and the wing on the left, uh, Daniel uh, has they're both giving us problems with speed and technical ability and uh, yeah, I'm like those, I'm worried about our fullbacks and the ability to deal with the wings and honestly center backs too, because those two guys uh, like to cause problems. They have some fuck all named Roger Espinoza, who didn't start uh, against Houston last game, but he loves just injuring loons. And since we already have so many injuries this year, I don't want to see him on the pitch, you know, slide tackling or two foot, you know, studs up, against anybody on our team like just if he's on the pitch we should send somebody after him to make sure that he leaves with an injury before he can injure any of our our team members it's just like he he probably is going to come off the bench and you just when he does just be aware of who he is because he's out to injure somebody
0: yeah um the uh the half permission coach that you are referring to peter for is who really just takes um Intense, orgasmic pleasure in beating Minnesota, specifically Adrian Heath. I think I I yeah. I need to I need, I need to go back and look and look at look at his his uh, record against Adrian Heath in both Minnesota and Orlando. But my guess is that he's it's only personal. lost two or three games against Adrian Heath in his entirety of Adrian Heath's career. So, if Adrian Heath I think Fashions himself as a bit of a Vermees type of person, like runs the front office, manages the team, is kind of the person, and that is what he set himself the up in with.
2: Everyone's way, you be
0: Yeah, he, that's what he set himself up with in Minnesota. Basically, was like, I want to be the guy who makes all the decisions with players, manages the team, all that, which is what Peter Vermees does. But like, there's nothing. That Adrian Heath has done to justify him having that position, whereas Peter Vermees has won uh, the MLS Cup, he's won open cups, he's won—I don't know if he's won a supporter shield. He's won several, several things at uh, at Sporting Kansas City and justified his uh, his uh, lofty role. Um, Adrian Heath has done none of that, so Adrian Heath definitely. I think you know in a good, uh, true Napoleon esque uh, uh, ideal, rates himself up against Peter Mees. He's that he's very much shorter than Peter Mees in both stature and uh, and uh, dick size and uh, trophies, and is just like uh, I don't know. I can't, you know. somebody you know, he overcompensates by being a asshole blowhard. So, so yeah. Anyways, that's all I have about kansas
3: city i, w- I would Just, love to see them no. i would love to see them do that that handshake that those two premier league coaches did where they started to fight after they did that weird handshake i would like to see that happen but don't it's... they
2: know scissoring isn't a thing it's not really a thing <laughs>
3: oh
0: um now peter Verbees would kick the shit out of adrian Heath in a heartbeat um I...
3: But I don't my, really see Heath playing fair. I could see Heath kind of being a yeah, biter. He could be a for biter. Sure. Brapper, and for oh. sure. So he kind of, yeah, like I can sucker bet. punch,
1: sucker punch, and then sweep the leg. Yeah, that's that's Adrian Heath.
0: No. Adrian Heath is definitely a biter. He's definitely a oh, biter. Oh yeah. Um <laughs> uh, I was, I was say like,
2: vulnerable.
0: Yeah. My my three my three and a half year old would beat the shit on Adrian Heath. But yeah, he's a he's a pudgy biter. like. He uh yeah he'll he would he'll curl up into a ball and then just like knot your leg because you can't do anything yeah for sure hundred percent all right uh, anything else for from sports any other players MJ or I mean uh, I, center sorry, back
1: uh, Andrew Fontas whatever should yeah. be a big deal he's played with Sporks forever
0: he's John, I mean John, Johnny Russell still on the team that dude can score goals he likes to score goals against Minnesota too for whatever it's worth. So um, it, it's Kansas City. So it'll probably be 110 degrees. Um, everybody will have meat sweats because it's barbecue. So get some meat sweats. Uh, I'm, I'm really disappointed. I, I like to try to go to Kansas City games, especially when they're on Saturdays. We haven't played the Sporks away in Kansas City on a weekend in like, I think, two, three years now. So I'm disappointed I'm missing this game, but I have fucking stupid-ass family shit, so.
3: You know. I'll, I'll, I'll go, I'm going and I'll You're going? Okay. Yep, and I'll represent you, so. Okay. Every, every once in a while, um, i just like start swearing or- Please. Or kind of just getting mad about something. How about that? Please eat- I, yeah, Can I ride please? in your trunk? <laughs> I'm not driving, I'm not a driver, so.
1: Okay, no. Driver.
3: no, I like uh, shotgun.
0: Are you, are you barbecuing while you're there, or?
3: Neil, you know, uh, Neil, the Moore or the airplane identifying person. Neil uh, told us to go to some place, and oh. it's it's saved on my phone. But he said okay. it was a lo- there was a long tradition of people going to this certain place. That's,
0: yeah, Oklahoma Joe's. Um, I'm okay. sure that's probably that's I'm sure that's probably it. So yes, okay. go barbecue. Uh, go get barbecue for the game. It's amazing.
3: Before You're not gonna the, regret it before the game, though. Like, is that yeah? Is the, that... So they're okay. they're not open
0: on they're not open on Sunday.
3: Okay. If, okay.
0: If, if it's the place, if it's the place I'm thinking of, um, if they're not open on Sunday. So yes, you need to go when you get into town. Go get barbecue, and then have a good time. It's it's fun, and the um the sporting Kansas City fans are are amazing. They're really good people, and they uh you have we have never I've never had a bad time honestly any of the away games that I travel to and sports sports fans are are super cool and sincerely because they know they're gonna kick the shit out of us. So you know it is what it is. They're like, We're like whatever. their little brother.
3: That's how Something I feel like that. about them. Right. No, I'm excited. This is this is still one of my first away matches and so it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a blast. So
0: very cool. All right. So how do we see this playing out? Uh MJ, let's start with you.
1: Uh, one-one draw.
0: Oh, it's optimistic. Jess, how you feeling about Sparks Minnesota United in uh in the line of Dorothy?
2: Like we beat the shit out of them three-one.
0: Oh, you thought okay. I was optimistic? <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> no, uh, how are you feeling about your first trip down to Kansas City?
3: Yes, exactly. I think uh. I think, I don't know if we're going to win this one, um, but we will win it in a way that we don't live in Kansas.
2: <laughs>
0: That's a fair point. Um, we Guys, it's Peter for me. We're losing this game three to nothing. Sorry. Um, but we also win because to Mel's point, we don't live in Kansas. So,
2: What was your score?
0: Three to nothing
1: uh, Sparks. As of sometime, I'm assuming on Sunday, uh, Mel won't be in Kansas anymore. Oh,
3: that, will be, that will be fun. And which which am I? Am I the one the with the big pink dress? Please. You're wearing pink. Yes, yeah. I want to be yeah. oh, the big one in the you, big. You're pink the badass bitch. Right. Uh, you said. That. You also just said
0: which 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 brings me back to Chris Lidholm, <gasps> uh former Minnesota University announcer. It's former Day, days. I know podcast. We so one time we decided. So normally when we do a bus down to Kansas City, which we've done in the past. We would just do the bus down and then just turn around and come right back. But like one time, we we're like, "Oh, let's like just stay the night there. Like we're not like driving in the middle of the fucking night and getting back at two o'clock in the morning. We can like wake up, have breakfast, you know, and a it,
2: continental it, it, breakfast
0: at the pool and shit." But the hotel we stayed at, which is a very nice hotel, was right next to a witch witch. <laughs> so I I, I fucking uh, called Chris Lindholm was like, "Hey man." here i'm we're right next to a witch witch can i get like can you like me like voicemail me a witch witch call that i could play for everybody and it was amazing so anyways uh yeah so uh good times good times uh all right let's finish up the podcast here with some really quick stuff uh world soccer not much is happening because lizzie's in a box Oh, uh, did you guys see the uh the tiktok of all the irish soccer fans singing lizzie's in a box
3: Oh, it's savage um, and huge mural. They created a huge, beautiful mural too. So yeah, um,
0: I, I, Irish Twitter is winning uh, this week um, because uh, you know a monarch and a you know a tyrant is in a box. So good, good on Irish Twitter for for doing all that good shit. So uh, which meant that we postponed every single uh, soccer match in the uh, United Kingdom. Which included. Uh, Great Britain, um, Scotland, Wales, Northern Ireland, Ireland, EPL, WSL, which was supposed to kick off this past weekend. Liverpool is back All in post-bound. the, in All the WSL for the for the first time. Um, <clears throat> sounds like everything will be. Most things will be back on schedule this week. Uh, Liverpool plays Chelsea actually. Uh, Liverpool on uh, the WSL. And they also play. They were supposed to play. Liverpool men's were supposed to play Chelsea men down in London. But that game is postponed because apparently they don't have enough police officers in Great Britain um, with a uh, royal funeral in uh, on Monday. So the game was supposed to go then Sunday postponed. But the Liverpool uh, women and Chelsea women will play. It was Liverpool's first game back in the WSL in a couple of years, which is uh, pretty exciting for me. I'm excited for us to have another They uh, finally DeGerby. got promoted. They did they did uh, playing well and so i'm very excited for that so um but yeah uh plus one to the fucking, uh irish people just dancing on uh lizzie's grave i fucking love it fucking love it so uh mj any other world soccer stuff that i missed that we should point out otherwise we can jump to jason's
1: question it probably is but i don't want to talk about it uh so my friend jason ferdy asks what is the protocol, protocol for cheering during American soccer in a Minnesota British pub when the pub asks you to be quiet for the Queen's 10 days of mourning?
2: I venture to guess that this might have been Brit's pub.
1: Uh, no, this would have been Egan Arms in, in Egan.
2: Ah, and was this an actual experience or hypothetical?
1: I assume it's an actual experience, but we would have to ask Jason about this. I assume... Jason likes to get loud. He likes to be obnoxious. He is not a typical Minnesotan. I hear you.
2: I hear who, you, Jason.
1: Who who just is like a quiet church mouse watching the television and then just says, hmm. "Wait, oh, did, did the yes?" You know, like did, he actually gets into it, and so did, did,
0: when, uh, at, at what point? Sorry, sorry, MJ. What at what point did the people at
1: Egan Arms ask him to be quiet? I don't know. They just he. I don't know when this happened. He just told me that they asked him to be quiet and they the reason they gave him it is for the queen's 10 days of warning, which I think is a shitty reason, but whatever. They're, Welcome the, ones to America,
2: the, they're, they're
1: the ones who run the joint. Um feel like so he 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 wants to know what the protocol is. I have my own thoughts and feelings. Uh protocol
0: is walk out of that fucking bar and come to the black heart. But like, yes! <laughs> we, 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 we want a fucking war for this shit, man. Like we don't get to, I mean, great. I'm, I'm glad that they want to do morning. I understand it's sometimes that's therapeutic and I don't begrudge. I don't yuck. Anybody's yum. If your yum is a uh, morning, a fucking patriarch who's 96 fucking years old, who oversaw a, a shit ton of genocide and a shit ton of, uh, uh, patriarchy in spite of her being having a vagina. Um, like cool good on you you can do that this is fucking america and this is like one of the other times i say this is fucking america we won that war we won that war also we saved their asses twice in other wars that they got into that obviously again good wars. allegedly we should have been involved and we should have made sure that you know the the global uh you know we don't have fucking you know racists and shit doing things but however you know we also helped the racists win a bunch of shit too. So, um,
3: long, win story some short, lose. long
0: story short, long story short, yeah, uh, I don't know, man. Like, I what, say, I guess, what was
1: what was, what was Jason cheering? Was he was he like actively
0: yelling? I need know. Fuck the we need to have him on the pod.
1: We need to have the pod. We can ask him these questions. Jason, I, my advice to you the Apple is,
2: Watch go off and alert him that the volume level was gonna be like harmful to his hearing because that's my that's my gauge. My best girlfriend Brie comes to games with me, and sometimes I set off her Apple Watch. That's like, careful, you're in a situation that's too loud for your healthful ears. Be careful, and that's my gauge. Right when I hit that volume level, that's when I back off. And until then, fair game, baby. Game on.
3: What David tried to say earlier is that Jason should use his power of his money and just spend it at a different establishment. Yeah. Like, just be done. Like, if you're going to start sassing some a patron for having a good time at your establishment, <laughs> Because you're, then why are why are the soccer games even on the TV then? Like if you're truly in mourning, why are you then open? Then should close, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, it seems really, I don't know. That seems really So Jason, really my
1: advice to you is and this, one- this is,
3: this is our friend Jason, right? Yeah. Jason, yeah. Jason, if, Jason if, yeah. Hey Jason, it's now.
1: If if you want to stay close to home and I understand you live in Egan and the Blackheart's farther away. So if you want to stay close to home, good on you. But that does mean that if you want to help promote soccer at Egan Arms, you have to find that balance point that's right for you at being a good soccer patron that would encourage them to want more soccer fans and have more soccer content on their televisions versus not. And that's a tough balance point. And only you can choose that that balance point for you. Uh, Mine is that if you are all alone, and you aren't Cheering with, like, at least five to 10 other soccer fans that are bringing in other soccer fans to generate money. It's obvious that you are not a solo patron soccer fan there, and you have other people there with you that are also cheering. If you have strength in numbers, that's a very different negotiating point for you being loud and rambunctious at a soccer bar or at a, any bar than not. But also, to piggyback on what David and Nell said, just come up to the black. Wait, so he was being loud in a bar and they don't want anybody to be loud in the bar for the entire 10 days of mourning? I think it's a bullshit excuse. I think they just thought he was being loud and noisy and they use that as an excuse. Oh, say what yeah. you
2: mean and mean what you say.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. Anyways. So- Tough fuck all right um that's okay whatever This has been the days you know let's finish the podcast uh please rate review us wherever you get our podcast uh patreon.com slash days i know mel where can if people want to interact with you want to learn more about revancholette or the Thunderwall? what's the best way for people to get in touch with you
3: uh twitter mn revancholette or mn thunderwall or melchivius m e l c h i e v o u s
0: Thank you, uh, and thank you, thank for, you. For, for, for joining us. Uh, this is super awesome. We'll have to have you back as we get closer to the uh, aurora season for sure. Um, you can find uh, the podcast if you if you didn't get that, you want to reach out to Ravanchula. I can we can connect you at TDAKMN or at Texas Seller. I am slightly involved with that organization as well. Uh, MJ is at MJ Matsui. Jessica is at Jessica one four four zero eight three. Niner Niner. too, and again, yeah, Mel Chivius. Uh, M E L C H I E V O U S. If you want to talk to Mel, um, please, 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 uh, join local soccer. It's, it's, it's like the best part of like my life right now outside of my children. The children are like 1A, and then, um, non Minnesota, non Minnesota, soccer is like 1B, so very excited about all that so uh we've been the days you know this, this is in no i
2: Know. Now, but we
0: thank you everybody thank you out oh, oh,
1: oh, oh, oh. so we can't do nothing yeah we uh, we, we do our things, son Long as you do yours, land here, become free con. Yeah, uh, we, we yeah. do our things, son Through the act, we attract two, hope to reach one uh, we, yeah. we, we do our things, do it We, we, we do
0: our things, son Some will paint a piece, some spray with a machine gun It's mad work to be done uh, we, we do our things, son not at all